0: Life's
1: good. Never off. Whoa. Hard. Hardly yes. Come on, Rant. Life's good. Got
2: real close. Got her high, right? Try and hit two thirds.
1: Have they no. saved oh. it
2: for her? It. Yes, they
0: have. Ooh, welcome to Game of Stones, everybody. I am Sean Graham Scott alongside, as always. Hello, Scott. Sean. Yes. We're yes. here. Yes, we are nearly live at the Leon's Center. Center? Here in Kingston, Ontario, the first day of 2020, Tim Hortons-Briar is in the books.
2: Yeah, it's in the books, Sean. We saw, you know, some pretty good play. Yeah. Uh, tonight, uh, we saw some good a good TV game, plus also a couple other games across the sheets.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the TV game, let's start there. Northern Ontario and Team Alberta. You know, Northern Ontario loses this game 7-5, to was never really in it. You know, Brendan Botcher gets the hammer to start, blanks the first three ends, then gets a three. And, you know, we talked about it in the preview. Brad Jacobs is really, really good. But Jacobs was scary, or uh, excuse me, Botcher was scary tonight. Yeah. To how good they were. And if they're not going to do that 12 or 13 times, that's that's impossible. Sure. But if they're playing at that level next weekend, they're going to be scary.
2: Pretty scary and tough to beat. Yeah, That that three... Sort of came out of nowhere, got a miss on Brad Jacobs' last where he ticked a guard, trying to you know at least not let them get uh, get three they, they might have got two there anyway, yeah. but uh, yeah, it sort of like I think at the at fifth end break, Brad Jacobs was playing uh, as a team they were playing ninety one percent right and it's you know it's when you miss them right it's not yeah. uh, how many you miss
0: yeah, and we talked about that shot coming this way in the fourth end. I like to freeze there as opposed to the hit. I thought a freeze you might get away with only giving up one uh, if you make it perfectly. But, you know, the hit you're you're conceding to with the hit. Basically. And then it overcurls, which is weird because on this ice what we've seen so far is the hits are running straight. We have not seen a lot of people miss hits on overcurls so far in the first 2 days of the competition. No. So that was a little surprising. No, it wasn't big weight. It was a nice board weight uh, that uh, they, they couldn't hold, which is crazy because EJ Harden and EJ Harden was the inside sweeper there. He yeah. can usually hold everything. Yeah. So, uh, really surprising to see him miss that way in that spot. I thought.
2: Yeah, and we actually got a uh, little bit of a broom knock there from EJ. From EJ. Yeah. Yeah. He he was mad that he couldn't hold it. So. Yeah. It uh, shows what uh, pride these guys take and and how good they're able to sweep. I'm sorry, how well they're able to sweep. Speaking of Brendan Botcher on fire, final numbers for the game in 98%. Yeah, that's pretty good. Tough to beat, right?
0: That's pretty good. And they were, you know, in those first three ends when they were blanking, they were making runbacks. Yes. Right, so Jacobs had guard, usually one center guard, and Botcher just kept making runbacks to blank those ends. And, you know, we'll talk about what happened with Jason Gunlison earlier today. That's what Jason Gumlesson was trying to do, and they were missing. That's right. And just basically peeling the guards and getting into a lot of trouble in their game. And what we've seen in men's curling over the past five, ten years is you got to make those runbacks. Those run, they, you have to make contact with stuff in the house. You can't be peeling in those right. situations. So uh, for Brendan Botcher to be able to do that, it's really a testament to if you're playing well, throwing the last rock, the way these stones are how lively the houses are
2: they're good you have to get a miss yeah yeah, yeah uh, you know? for sure and uh sean the shifting gears a bit speaking of runbacks that were missed uh team yukon yeah they're in the 10th end against jimmy the kid uh the wiley veteran finds a way to sneak a few rocks around and and the young yukon team they were they were playing runbacks to try and save themselves and yep. uh missed them the wrong way
0: yeah so i feel personally responsible for this uh, because you know, we tweeted out when they had the eight-five lead. Like, the, I, I tweeted, "This is a UConn do-it performance." Yeah. Uh, they were playing really well over there, and Jim Grattan made some great shots uh, in that game. Yeah. Uh, to especially early on, where you know Thomas Goffin was putting some pressure on, it, and Jim uh, James. I say because we call him Jimmy. I just want to call him Jim. Uh, James Grattan James Gratton. Uh, Made some great shots and and got out to a lead, and a great job by UConn coming back. Uh, taking that lead late in the game. They just couldn't convert in that last end, as you say. Runbacks weren't even peels, right? They they were keeping stuff in the the guard zone on those ones. So, you know, in, in that situation when you're up a point with the hammer,
2: you have to at least peel at least peel right yeah. right they were and they sort of got unlucky with one of them There was a rock they maybe could have come off of that yeah. they ended up peeling out yeah they took uh, out their own shot stone too midway through the yeah end. and that was one we we were sitting up here and i said uh i can just see this over curling and yeah. uh driving it back into his own and sure enough it and that's did. what happened yeah so, a so tough uh, tough loss there yeah but. pretty tough but a good showing still for the the young team from yukon uh, yeah. giving them a battle so Uh, We'll see if they can build on the good parts of that game. For sure, for
0: sure. So, elsewhere tonight, uh, Team Nunavut loses in their game to Brian Cochran. Uh, Pretty well played overall. It was the most interesting game, I think, out of the four. I'd agree. On the ice. Uh, A lot of rocks in play. Uh, You know, it ends after 8, which was probably good for Team Nunavut.
2: They only had, like, five minutes left on the time clock. That game was going very slowly. I think they were a full end behind. Yeah, everyone else. And both teams were, were pretty far down in the time clocks. Yeah, so a lot of discussion there uh, in that game. And then the other game
0: is uh, Matt Dunstone falling to Mike McEwen and the wildcard team. A game that was not overly interesting. It was pretty wide open. Both teams playing pretty cautious, pretty yeah. conservatively. And in the last end, Mike McEwen plays a really good, clean end, keeps it wide
2: open, and gets the win. That's right. Uh, only one steal in that game, and that was that was the difference, so yeah. uh, no, no multiple points there
0: no, so uh, so that was the evening here. Uh, you might be able to hear some of the teams are on the ice here, getting ready, practicing for tomorrow. New Brunswick is out on Sheet a matt dunstone matt dunstone 's the only person who 's actually playing the games who's on the ice right now uh, it 's all coaches at fifths, and Matt dunstone yeah uh, who 's out here on B uh, we have. Um, Rick Lang and Lee Toner from North, Northern Ontario on C, and uh, Pat Jansen and the coach for Alberta, whose name escapes me, which is sad, which it shouldn't because he's... Bartlett. A, yeah, Don Bartlett, one of, the, a, a, one of the greatest players we've ever seen uh, for out of Alberta. He's, they're out there too. So uh, a lot going on here. It's, it's pretty cool. I'll tweet out a photo of this. Uh, New Brunswick has some cameras. They have sort of four phones set up, it uh, looks like. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing timing or... Uh, just watching i don't know what's going on but a pretty cool uh setup here for new brunswick yeah that does look pretty cool so this afternoon we had four games the tv game uh this afternoon was the traditional opener team canada against the host team in team ontario definitely a pro john Epping crowd here in kingston and they pull out the win over kevin cooey
2: yeah kevin cooey didn't really look like he was on his game there today uh they hadn't played in 43 days, a competitive game, as was uh, the stat they put on TSN there. And, yeah, they really looked like they needed to knock the rust off a little bit. I, uh, you know, I was looking, and Kevin Cooey seemed to have, be a bit heavy with his draw weight, uh, especially in the end where uh, Epping was able to get uh, their deuce in five. Uh, it's So... Not the greatest start for them, uh, I was able to talk to Colton Flash a bit after the game, but uh i really really screwed up Sean on my first <laughs> your my first, first interview with the scrum. boy uh yeah my phone uh I didn't set the settings right, and it uh <laughs> it just sounds like <laughs> so uh but I did ask him about uh the ice and he said. Yeah, you got to be really true with your hits, uh, with your release. You can't get it uh, too far out, yeah. uh, because it will run really, really, really straight. And uh, our one of our listeners asked a question about how they were preparing yes. for the event, and. He said, "You know, it's a little different, not going through playdowns, but they did organize an event yeah. out at the Glencoe Club, yep. uh, raised some money for charity, and got some competition in against some pretty good players." So. Yeah, so
0: that was a good idea by them yeah. for a bunch of reasons to get that level of competition leading up to the uh, leading up to the Briar here. So exactly. Yeah, so for the rest of the week, Scott will be better on the audio, but uh, well, we'll see. We we did uh, we did talk to him uh, elsewhere across the sheets. There, uh, well, actually, let's go back uh, real quick to Ontario against. Uh, team Canada. Ryan Fry spoke to the media after the game. It was his 100th victory as a player in the Briar. First one, of course, as a team Ontario, yeah. not to be confused with team Northern Ontario. Uh, and he talked after the game, he was asked about why he has been able to be successful with so many different teams. I, was,
3: I think I was one of the first guys to really take the chance to make myself a professional curler and, and, and for, to do that, it made me have to move to be able to find the best teams and the guys that I was best suited for at that portion or time in my life. So um, it was more just the ability and willingness to move. So I, I'm I'm proud that I took the you know chance to to take some pretty big moves in my career, and, and it's worked out. I've gotten to play with some of the best curlers in the world, and you know John Epping is uh, no stranger to it. I, it's it's great to you know now be in this part of my career curling with that team.
0: And when you start out an event like this oh, yeah, against okay. the defending champs, you know how big of a boost is it to get that
3: first win. Yeah, it's you know, this field is so deep. It's you know, every year it seems like we're you're in the briar and you're like, This field's the toughest, this field's the toughest and it 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 does. It feels like this field is, is one of the deepest I've ever played and when you look down the list there's so many teams that, you know, if you're not perfectly on your game can beat you. But you know, it's definitely it's definitely satisfying to get that first win against Kevin. You know, they're one of the they're one of the favorites, they're a great team in this field, so we'll take it and we'll move on to the next game. So there's Ryan Fry talk yeah. about his success some interesting comments there yeah, pretty, absolutely so, pretty good
0: <laughs> um, elsewhere across the sheets uh, uh jason gunlesson makes his debut in a briar they fall in their game against brad gushu uh, and really was never in it falls down five nothing early in the game mm-hmm. and you know i mentioned it earlier they were playing a lot of runbacks and and the run backs they were missing and they were just peeling out stones and they were in a bunch of trouble. And they, they clawed back, got a deuce, and put some pressure on Gushu. Yeah, I got a steal there, In the too. second half of the game. But uh, Brad was really in control most of that game. And once uh, when, when you
2: go down 5 nothing to Brad Gushu, not really much you can not do. Not much you can do, yeah. We, uh, uh, we were talking up here a bit. Uh, Gunlickson looked super, super eager to be playing in his first briar. He, was, he had the broom down, I'd say, about two minutes before the umpires gave the... Uh, Signal yeah. to play. And he was crouching. He was down. crouched down. Yeah. He was like all set to call. His first uh, first shot at the Briar, really, uh, really into it. So uh you know, he'll be hoping for a little bit better next time. Yep. Uh which is fine. Yeah. Uh but uh you were able to speak with him after the game, right? Yeah, so
0: I went down to the media scrum with Jason gunless and here's what he had to say after his loss to Brad Gushu. Start you
1: want, a little rough going in the start. Yeah, not the start we were looking for. We didn't we didn't have a very very good uh, first couple ends, and we actually got a break. We had an opportunity for hope for a three and uh, three, which obviously made things different. But it was going to always be a little high risk, and I didn't throw very good rocks. So then we're down a bunch to a really good team, and just kind of we got comfortable with the ice. We did a lot of the things we needed to do, but um, you know we we had a lot of pressure on in seven. And he made a wonderful shot to uh, kind of put the game out of reach.
2: So what do you what what, so what are the positives you take out of that?
1: um just like we really started making a lot of draw shots because we were forced to and played really really well I thought in like second half of the game um not so much in the first so I think it's more just learning the ice we know it's a long week we know that it was kind of perfect matchup it's probably our worst matchup um on paper uh, is Brad's team and they played great so you know uh you know if you're going to come out a little flat early that's the team to do it against probably in a round robin so hopefully we can bounce back uh, tomorrow with a good game
2: result aside uh, i got a gunner first game out of briar as a skip how did it feel and uh, how long did it take you to kind of feel like you were in the game instead of kind of looking around type thing
1: well we were chasing well, i think we were in it but you're still just so much so excited and it's still like a you know a long period of wait without curling one of the reasons i love playing a lot is so that you don't end up with this like three weeks between events so i think i was a little bit amped up maybe i threw threw a bad slide in uh, three that really cost us, but um, after that I felt really good. It was that's the good part of it. As you get down four, this just kind of all melts off, and now you play some curling. Cool.
3: What's, the, what's wrong with the match? You're alluding to between your. We
1: don't have a very good record against Brad. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I know, and then like uh, you know, we yeah. we we have a lot of wins against basically the rest of the field, but he's always been tough for us. I mean, he's so good. That this whole team is so solid, but uh, it definitely was a blessing in disguise for us because it is our first game for the three of us, and uh, you know. A loss to Gushu you know might not hurt you as much as another loss. so.
0: It seemed like early in the game, a lot of those runbacks—you were just sort of uh, just an inch off and, and making them peels instead of making contact with the rocks in the house. What do you take from that uh, moving forward to uh, to correct that? Later? Everybody
1: missed high on the hits, like both teams. Every like it was either made or missed high. So I think we just got a little bit, little bit fooled. Everybody. The ice is like really good, but it's more like midweek good and on day one. And I think we all were expecting a little bit more curl um, on those hits, but like this is how we want it. We just we just didn't adjust as quickly. Um, they had a. Couple of the same thing. I mean, everything was either made or miss high, but as the game went on, we we figured that out and we made a lot of really precise shots.
2: Was it? I mean, it's hard you lose. I mean, is that
3: a is it a fun experience the first time? How do you how do you kind of sum up the first
1: one? I, I sum up the fact that Kingston is doing an amazing job yeah. at the Briar. Like this is you know a full house, and we were having trouble getting tickets even for our own our own group, right? So no, it's really exciting to be part of, but you know if we don't start winning, it won't be much fun. So I know that.
2: So there's Gunner. Sounds pretty upbeat. Yeah, after yeah. Uh, after that game, interesting as always, Gunner.
0: Yeah. So elsewhere across the sheets, uh, Northwest Territories, uh, they f- go against uh, British Columbia and Jim Cotter. Jim Cotter gets the win there, six four. Uh, Jamie Cooey was just a little off today. He was playing a lot of doubles, a lot of big weight stuff, and just missing by like a millimeter, rolling under stones, over stones. Yeah. Uh, just a little off today uh, for
2: Jamie Cooey in a game that you know. Probably could have gone either way. Yeah, we talked about it a bit before. This was a game that BC had to win if they're going to hope to get into that championship pool. Yeah. Being in such a tough a tough pool, yeah. they got to beat the teams that are behind them in the standing. So For sure. uh, definitely needed to get that one. Uh, Jamie Cooey, yeah, he had a tough day, missing some stuff just, just like a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he did make some pretty great shots too. He made a draw yeah. in the uh, second end. He played a draw for his single against one that was I on think the could, button. Yeah, I didn't think he would score. Yeah, and he just had the perfect weight, perfect yeah. touch. Uh, pretty good there. We also had our first, the, the first official broom slam yes. of the event, Sean. Uh, went to David Aho of these. <clears throat> <throat> and I think that's fair. David Northwest Aho, territory. I don't know.
0: I haven't seen the numbers. He definitely struggled today uh, in that game. He... One minute oh. left in practice, everybody. Uh, he definitely did struggle in this game. Yeah, uh,
2: down at 65%. Yeah, and even
0: I, you know eye test, I think, was worse than that. Uh, really <laughs> struggled. So you know, for Jamie Cooey to, to have a chance here to come back and threaten for that championship pool, David Aho is going to have to pick up his game. But again, it's the first uh, first draw. Yeah, for sure. And everyone's sure. learning. So uh, the other game on the sheet this afternoon, Quebec and Nova Scotia, Jamie Murphy played really well in this yeah. game. Uh, gets a 10-3 to win. They were in control most of the game. But I think, Scott, the story was Team Quebec, a fan favorite this afternoon. Yeah. uh, Definitely got the loudest
2: cheers out of, uh, even over Team Ontario. Yeah, they got, they had like basically, they were playing on Sheet D, and they had the whole side of the arena uh, of Sheet D were were basically cheering for Quebec. They had a huge sign uh, that their fans brought. Yeah, uh, and
0: they even spelled it correctly
2: once. Yeah, Yeah. there was a big cheer. They were trying to get one. Uh, just over the hog line. Yeah. And they managed to get it.
1: They managed to get it. All right,
2: they're just switching up the sheets here for the evening practice. Oh, uh, good times. Uh, they're going to rotate to their right. That seems to me uh, to be a sign for us to wrap it up. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah they, they had a huge cheer go through the crowd, and it was because they just yeah. got it over the hog line
0: yeah Um, so yeah four four young guys first time here yeah definitely cool to see the uh, reactions they got from the crowd so we'll see if that keeps up over the weekend and uh you know gunner said it too in in the scrum great job by kingston today kingston you know there was some chatter on twitter last night like why isn't the building more full because everybody was waiting for today oh man yeah yeah. it
2: seemed like sold out i'm sure i'm sure it was there was uh, our parents tried to get some tickets and uh, couldn't even sit together this yeah. afternoon. So really, really great job by
0: uh, Kingston. Um, we'll see how it goes the rest of the week. Obviously, the morning draws during the week won't be full like that, uh, but certainly expect the playoffs to be, uh, be like that. And, uh, you know, the Ontario games, the Ontario evening games, I expect them to be pretty full.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, we had a fan ask about when the schools are going to be here. Yeah, this week, so we'll look into it and find out for yeah, you. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, they didn't
0: seem to do that during the Scotties this year, uh, did they? Oh yeah. Okay, I just didn't
2: notice it. You just didn't watch enough morning games because yeah, you were busy uh, at work, so. Yeah, I
0: guess, yeah, I'm too busy now <laughs> to, watch, to listen to the children cheer. So uh, so that'll do it. Uh, fun first day. Uh, ice seems in really good shape. Lots of curl here. Straight on the head. Seems like the players are starting to pick it up. Uh, a lot cleaner first day than what we've seen in years past. So credit to the ice maker, credit to the players too, in the Calibro field that we have here as well. So that's it for day one of the 2020 Briar from Kingston. We'll be back with you again tomorrow night, perhaps from these two spots uh, here at the Leon Center. But until then, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern.
2: Make the final...